Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm your host, Brian, joined with my other host. Karen. Um, Karen, what is today's episode going to be about? We're going to talk about the Volbeat concert in Milwaukee at the Rave. Yes, and this was with uh, Bad Wolves as their opener, the only other opener they had. Yep. Um, this was July 28th at 7 p.m., as you said, at the Rave. Uh, this was part of their Servant of the Road tour. What was the name of this tour? Uh, ticket prices real quick. We paid $63 for this, uh, $15.36 in fees, and then $4.12 in tax. We did opt for a physical ticket, so $7 of that $15 fee was the physical oh, ticket okay. for the ticket and, and the shipping. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Seven bucks in fees then, really, at that point. Yep. Eight bucks, seven bucks, whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I don't care about that. You do. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I like tracking it. It's fun. throat moist are you okay to yeah, record yeah. no i'm good i'm good i'm good I'll be you fine. said that your throat hurts yeah i'll be good okay so this this was definitely not our first time at the rave we'll talk more about the venue here in a little bit i think but this was our third time seeing volby yes third time and first time seeing bad wolves yes oh uh, I guess, yeah, let's just jump into the venue then. We went up the night before on a Thursday, right? Because this was a Friday show. Yeah. Um, Because we didn't want to, like, miss the show because of traffic and whatnot. Because we drove up instead of taking the train. And traffic sucked. Like, it always does for some reason going up the, to Milwaukee. But whatever. We got up there Thursday. Worked from the hotel um, Friday. And before going to the show, we kind of went. The hotel had, like, this little patio thing we went to. And yeah. It seemed like everybody on the patio was going to the show because we were all talking to each other about going to this show, past, about past shows we went to. It's a really cool kind of um, atmosphere up there at that point, just everybody talking about music and concerts they'd seen. Um, I don't know. I thought that was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. But Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like the two guys sitting there smoking cigars and we walk up and they're like, you going to the show tonight? And like, yep. I guess I could tell because like our ghost shirt on or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you had a ghost shirt. I don't remember what shirt I wore that night, but probably Lamb of God or something, I don't know. And I think they saw Volby with that show. They had mentioned, like, hey, yeah, we saw them. We yeah. saw Volby with them at that show, too. At Rosemont, yeah. The same yeah. show we were at, yeah, which was kind of cool to be like, oh, shit, really, we were there, too, type yeah. thing. Yeah, Because they said that they li- they don't live in Chicago, but they live in Illinois, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, made our way up to the venue. Um, normally, we'd park there, but we had some issues last time we parked, <laughs> so we're not doing that again. <laughs> no, so we decided to just walk. Yes. <laughs> and leave uh, our car in valet parking. Which wasn't that bad, really. No, it's not that bad. It was It was like a mile walk, two mile walk. Yeah, mile and a half maybe. Yeah, it's not It's not that far. It was a bit toasty in the sun. Um, but other than that, like whatever, it was fine. We got to the rave and the entrance is on the side. And we just sort of sat there in the shade for a little bit to cool down before going in. And that's when you'd see like this line of people down past the rave walk up like this big group of people and they'd go in and the security person who like led them in or the staff member who led them in then went back down and walked to that same corner and it kind of became apparent like oh they're they're holding people back down there to let them in 
which was kind of weird. We've never experienced that aspect. At least I haven't. You did, I yeah, think, with um, uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. Metal Fest, yeah, the first day. Um, I stood with the general admission, which probably didn't have to. I could have probably just walked in with you. Nobody's checking tickets, so whatever. But, yeah, so we, like, they line you up kind of by the parking lot, um, like, down the street. So that's what they were doing this night, too. And were they doing sections of people do you know well i don't know because i was pretty close to the front i was in okay if, if they did i was in the first section okay so it, it seemed weird that it wasn't like a all right everybody can keep going type yeah. thing because that that walkway from the door down to the end of the rave down to the end of the block and then you cross the block to the parking lot which is where the it would start right there was no line there it was just people sitting like us sitting in the shade waiting but it was just an empty sidewalk basically so I was really confused on why they had people line up down there to start and bring stuff up. Um, yeah, because we've never had a line at the rave. Like, we just walk in. Yeah, I was trying to think when we typically would show up. We never always would show up, like, an hour early. Like, this time we showed up at doors. Well, we showed up an hour early because they were doing, like, a beer garden thing. Exactly. They had a beer garden and food trucks. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to check that out. And I figured, like, hey, let's just go yeah, hang out there for a little bit before going into the actual venue. But, yeah, like, we sat there for a good 45 minutes or so before we even decided, like, all right, let's go and get in line yeah. before going all the way down there. Um, there was one point where a group of people were coming down towards the door. Another staff member held them up because there was a line coming up from that bottom line to let them in. So these this, this line coming down had to wait for the people going in, that, that section going in, and then they were able to proceed down to the end of the line. So... I think I made the joke at the time, like, oh, it's a line to get in line. <laughs> yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. It was, just, it was just something we've never experienced before, having to wait to get in. Normally, we just walk in, and there's no big deal. Yeah, I was not a fan of how long this took. Because, I mean, like I said, we sat there for 45 minutes with people doing these small little chunks. Yeah, and there's a lot of time where the people at the door, I mean, granted, the people at the door really didn't do anything, except for not allow other people in, but... Cause like, and tell people like, Hey, go in, go in, go in. But it's like, there was so much downtime right then. Yeah. Where they weren't doing anything. So. I guess it could have been for just, you know, managing crowds, managing entry. Like, cause once you got in there, you had to do this like a little windy, mm -hmm. you go down the windy stairs, you go across into that main little, or you go down the ramp yeah, 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 and then you go through the backside where like there's a stage back there, but yep. no, nothing was happening in the bar. And then through like the main entrance or main lobby area where like coat check is and everything. You get wanded down, yep. scan your ticket, and then you, you you go up the stairs to scan your ticket to go out to the beer garden. Yep. Sort of like it was with Metal Milwaukee Fest. Metal Fest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had both doors open, so you like go out one and then come in the other. And then once you got into the beer garden area, you're free to go into the main, main right. hall. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed I was getting a little frustrated on entry into this yeah thing. for sure like you thought it was really funny like how they were doing yeah. it and then you got very angry very quickly <laughs> yeah like we're sitting there for like i said 30 45 minutes waiting in a small chunk small chunk small chunk and it's like if you just let it flow it's yeah. gonna go like sure it's backed up but you now don't have to wait for this like yeah i think it might have been for traffic control as well but they could have done it that in a different way where they just have a um person standing down there at the road so if somebody comes that needs to go through then you hold the people back let the cars through and then also the why are you them. wrapping it around across the street why don't you wrap it around on the same block the building is on 
Unless yeah. it's like the, there were houses along the way behind it, I think. So unless it's there's like, houses on both sides though. But I, even on the parking lot side. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if it was like for no, like right at the end of that parking lot. Then there's houses. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I don't know why I had to cross that. I I don't know. I I do remember getting frustrated with getting in because it, in my mind it was this is going very slow. It could have been more efficient. If it was more efficient, I get in faster. If I get in faster, I'm buying more booze from you. Because I would have bought something from the beer garden. And instead, I, I didn't. Like, let's just go up to the main hall and get a beer up there. Like, I'm, I'm not going to hang out out here. I think we got pizza, and that was that was about it. Yeah, and I'm glad I got the pizza. We'll find out. But. Yeah. Um, the other kind of cool thing I noticed with this venue this time around is when we were there for Milwaukee Metal Fest, we we didn't... We had an idea of the main ballroom and one of the, the second larger stage because that's where we saw Avatar. And we knew they were there. We just didn't know how they were all. Yeah. Sort of yeah. We didn't know the flow of the building as well until Milwaukee Metal Fest. When everything was open. Because otherwise, like when you go for a concert, they just kind of funnel you yep, in yep. a certain way. And so you don't really, at least for us not being there that often, we've, I don't know how many times we've been there, like six now. It's been, yeah. I mean, it's, it's growing, number, yeah, like yeah. the number's growing, but, um, but before it was like you just kind of got funneled to where you were going, so you didn't really know like what the other rooms were if you hadn't been there. I just want to say when we saw Avatar on that second stage, we're saying second stage because it was the second stage from a Walking Metal Fest. It's also the second largest. The, I think. Yeah, like the smaller room. Yeah, the yeah. smaller room. Well, when we saw Avatar there, I remember seeing that show and being like, I don't. I kind of remember where this is. I kind of know like. I think I remember that bar when we went to the ballroom, but I don't at the same time. I'm really confused. I kind of have a geography of where everything is, but I also don't. And this time around, they had black banners and they had everything closed down. Yep. So you couldn't. So that's why I think Yeah. knowing the layout now a lot better and going in and seeing like, oh, you have this section closed off. That's why it was hard for me the first time to sort of pinpoint where everything was yeah and also like like i said like they're just funneling funneling you through yeah. so like you don't really take time to look around and like see oh there's actually doors behind me or yeah yeah oh if i go up these stairs and back this way now i'm at another stage like yep. that sort of thing so but I, I thought that was really cool that now that we've been to milwaukee metal fest and had basically free ring and of, of everything now getting to see just one show there like oh all right now i understand how you're doing this and yeah i i kind of like that stuff personally of like trying to figure out the back behind the scenes type stuff so i thought that was yeah cool. i remember the f first couple times we went there were like man there there has to be like a lot of stages a lot of um i don't even remember what we said but because we didn't do the podcast then but we were just talking with each other and just being you know like oh there's a lot of or there must be like that's a really large building for two stages which turns out there's like four i yeah. think I think so. So you have the main ballroom, the second stage, the bar. The basement. And the basement. Yeah. So four. Yeah. yeah. That we know of. I'm pretty sure that's all of them. There, that could be all. I, I do remember with Avatar somebody saying, oh, yeah, there's like seven stages here. Or, and that's where like, oh, all right. So there is a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, really cool to see that with the venue. Uh, entry was kind of like. Eh, whatever. I wasn't happy with it, but whatever. It's the rave. I love the rave. Let's let's go hang out. Then let's go up to the main ballroom where this this show is going to take place and head up there. So we did. Got there a little early. Um, I think I went and got a beer. You finished the pizza. And well, you finished the pizza. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we, we split the pizza. We um, got one slice of pizza. 
Yeah. And we weren't really hungry. I think it was more just to support them, like to do the beer garden thing. Yeah, I I felt like we should have because we didn't really eat before. Going. Yeah, like we should have something to we got, eat. Like cheese curds. Like we're gonna need food before the end of the night. Yeah. And then we saw that they were having the beer garden and pizza, and it's like, all right, let's go eat that there instead of finding a restaurant. Yeah. On the way. I just remember both of us weren't hungry. That's yeah, all I remember. Yeah. Uh, it's more like a necessity type thing. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, then we get our spots for uh, Bad Wolves and they start playing. Um, but before that, yeah, we realized that it's very, very hot in there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out when to bring that up. Oh, okay. It was unbelievably fucking hot. Yeah, so as soon as we, like, honestly, as soon as we went in the doors, I'm like, it is really hot in here. And you're like, oh, just in this little area. It's fine. Yeah. And then we go outside wait for the pizza, get the pizza, go in, and then we're eating it or sharing it. And I think you went to go get a beer or go to the bathroom or something. Up in the main ballroom. But you were like, yeah. But you were like, I want the crust. And I was like, okay, I'll leave you the crust or whatever. But at that point, it was so hot. Like, I was ready to fan myself with the plate, which is <laughs> what I ended up doing the entire concert. But I was like, if he doesn't come, I'm throwing this crust away and wiping off the crumbs and i'm using this as a fan i did see a couple of people like look over you every now and then because they had taking taken the the plastic cups you got your beer put in yeah and they broke them in half and used half of a cup to fan themselves off yeah and pointed at you like oh shit a plate would have been much better yeah and i, I mean any other time i would have just thrown the plate away but like luckily we hadn't finished the pizza before we got up there and i was just like i don't care if this has a grease stain on it like it is so hot up here. And I saw some women with like the fan, like the big fans. I'm like, well, they were obviously prepared. I yeah. wasn't prepared <laughs> for that. And I think at Milwaukee Metal Fest, I was talking to somebody who said they saw a show in the summer at the rave. Because this is the first time we've seen a show. In the, the summer. In the summer. Yes. Yeah. It's always the winter time. And then Milwaukee Metal Fest was May. Yep. Which one day I think it did get pretty warm in there. Because I remember standing by the windows a lot that day. So, yeah. I... So when we walked in, I said, oh, it's just this little area. I did think up in the main ballroom, there would be, because up in the balcony, they have windows all across it. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fine. They're going to open all those windows. And there's a decent breeze today. So yeah. that's going to flow in and out. Like, we're going to have good air movement. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. When I always thought that there's like a little decoration on the ceiling in the middle of the main ballroom. And I always just assumed that was air conditioning. And it was like how they did the vent was to make oh. it like look ornate and stuff. But yeah, it turns it's out not. there's probably no air conditioning in this at all. So I think there either is air conditioning or forced air because when we walked behind, so I think it was during Volbeat. Sorry, we're way ahead. But we, it was for Volbeat. Like you went and got water and beer. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stand here. But while you were gone, I'm like, it is hot. I need to go outside or go stand by the window by the merch area. Um, and when we walked past that, there's one area like on the wall that was like cool air coming through. Do you remember that? I do not know. Like there was a lot of people standing there and I remember feeling cool air. So I'm like, it's either, it's either just forced air that, you know, is bringing the breeze in or it's the air conditioning. Where at? In like stage left, stage right? Uh, oh God. <laughs> it's the opposite arm. Yeah, but we were walking. So I'm trying to think oh, gotcha. like. So it would have been stage left all the way in the back because we walked like through okay. that back path, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like through the people in the on the floor, but on the back path. If you've ever been there, the, the main floor is sort of like it's a step down mm -hmm. and then they have the walkway all around the perimeter. Yeah. 
Um, and then the soundstage, obviously, in the center. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's before you get to the bar over on the side, or on the left side. Stage left on the side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like right when you get up the stairs. So it's before we got to that. Anyways, I'm explaining way too much <laughs> and you're not going to remember. No, I, I, but I, I do have a remember, idea of where you're talking. Yeah. So I do remember feeling cool air during that walk. Okay. But again, I don't know if it was air conditioning or if it's just forced air. Because then they also have like the big fans in the wall, like what you see at a restaurant that like pulls the air out. Oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't either. notice those either? No, no. Those are on the, when you go up the stairs once, like you're in the VIP area. But yeah, like, yeah. So there's one there before you go up the stairs to the balcony. Okay. And that's where I was wondering if that's where the cool spot was and coming like down those stairs from those windows up top. Well, I remember feeling a cool, cool, more coolness by the stairs than where we stood for Bad Wolves and Volby, like on the other side. Yeah, that side is definitely cooler because you also not only have that where you go up to that balcony, right? You also have um, on around the other end of that, you have the stairs going up to like the patio outside which is always open and like in yeah. the winter you always have like a smoke smell as well as cold cool breeze coming down so like that's where it's like oh maybe that's also where it's coming down from that yeah that area as well yeah anyways we but should that, get into the music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the venue but it was very very hot so if you go to the rave during the summer and it was like 90 degrees that week it was, um, it was very hot and like so. chicago's been a pretty mild summer yeah. this year so we haven't been used to like hot days yet yeah and this was like the first hot day of the summer for us and that venue was ungodly hot yeah so just be prepared <laughs> if you go during the summer it might be warm yeah um before we get into the music i do want to talk about the balcony this is the first time we went oh, okay. all the way to the top yes yeah because uh, there's like a smoking balcony yeah so you go up one flight of stairs to get to the balcony where the vip section is and then you go up one more flight of stairs to sort of like this outdoor seating area with two bars. Uh, it's pretty big, pretty open area. Yep, yep. Uh, a lot of people up there in between concerts up there smoking. So if you're not a big fan of cigarette smoke, you're going to get a yeah. lot of that. Yeah. Well, because um, it is the smoking area. So, yeah. but I mean, we went up just because it was hot. We wanted, yeah, <laughs> try to get up there to get some cool air breeze and whatnot going through. But yeah. it really wasn't. It was still super fucking hot up it there. It was hot and it's... Like, I was almost ready to say, just go up to get some fresh air, but it's definitely not fresh air. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, and wait, I never saw the city. You said that you went up to try to get like a view of the city. Yeah. I wanted to, but it was so busy. Yeah. I think by the time I did go up there, it was to, because storms were moving in too. We'll get into that. But I wanted to get like the thunder and then turn it oh. around because they also have TV monitors and speakers where you can um, hear the music. But I went up there in between it, during Volbeat. And they really didn't have the music turned up at all. There was a lot of people just hanging. Not a lot. There's a few people up there just chattering. And I was like, oh, this is stupid. I wish they had the speakers up a little yeah. louder. Yeah. Um, one other comment about up there. There was one of the bars, one of the servers was filling a, when you got a cup of water. Down below what they would do is they'd fill your plastic cup with water. It all wouldn't fit in there. So just hand you the bottle to take that last little swig and they take the bottle back. Up top, they were filling the cup with ice, pouring half a thing of water in and giving that to you. And at first I was like, oh, that's really fucking stupid. Like you're paying four bucks, like four bucks, right? Four. I, I don't know how much it was. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe like six, but whatever it was, you're, you're buying this water and you're getting half of it because they're giving you all ice. I want cold water, but I want, it got me a little frustrated and I was like, it's so fucking hot in here. Water should be free. It should be free. Yeah. 
they got me thinking like i think water should be free at all venues honestly like yeah. and not just in a bathroom sink like right no <laughs> right there should be free water at all venues regardless concert venues music or concert venues movie theaters restaurants like i think every venue should like water should just be free yeah not even like i'm charging you to cover the cost like you're gonna eat you eat that cost yeah or you put in drinking fountains yeah like you could go to costco and buy a 30 pack of water for four dollars so right so if you're buying cases of water you're getting a deal yeah anyways i agree too especially when it's so hot you should give free water no matter what and then it got me thinking like well maybe that's actually what she's doing is if you got water she's just going to give you half of it with a thing of ice you think so but she's giving you two for free i don't know i don't know i was like if that's happening that's fucking awesome Um, yeah but i don't know i didn't go up to buy water i was going to if i stood in line there but i didn't so i just yeah whatever yeah i think our beverage amount at this concert was way more than any other concert because every time you went to get a beer you got two waters yeah yeah i needed the water and normally we get like one or two waters a night and then you get like three beers a night yeah yeah but it was like two waters every single time (laughs) one beer two water one beer two water yep exactly yeah um anyway yeah as you said let's get into the music yeah yeah uh bad wolves first time seeing them their set list this night um is i'll be there killing me slowly lifeline no monsters masters no masters no masters House of Cards, Hear Me Now, Never Be the Same, No Messiah, If Tomorrow Never Comes, and they ended with their most popular song, uh, the Cranberries cover, Zombie. Yes. Which, that's how I know them, is from Zombie. Same, same. Yeah. Um, but then I also know, or I remember hearing the No Masters song as well. Um, I just didn't know that that was them, but I was excited to see them. I was too. Um, the only song I knew of theirs going in was Zombie. I may have heard one or two other songs yeah. but it, it never stuck with me zombie always did because i know i did like the cranberry version and i like their version too maybe their version a little better i like theirs better than the cranberries i didn't even know it was the cranberries until one day i was like oh this song i like it and you're like oh it's a cover yeah, yeah. and like we had that whole conversation then you played the original i'm like oh i don't yeah. not that it's bad i just prefer um bad was version better yeah so i that song I didn't realize was supposed to be a duet with uh, Dolores from Cranberries. The yes. Singer. Yep. Yeah. And you knew that going in, right? I so I didn't know. I knew it before this concert. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you first when we first started talking about it. When we first started talking about it, um, like when I listened to "Zombies" by um, Bad Wolves, and then you brought up that it was a Cranberry song, then I started looking into it. Oh, gotcha. so that's how I okay. found out. Um, that it was, they were supposed to sing it together, but then she passed away before that. Before they could do it, which was really sad. Yeah. And there's even a part in the song or the cover of, um, Bad Wolves where they change a date to, uh, 2018, which is the year that she passed away. Oh, really? You never noticed that? I guess I did. I just thought that was the year. I guess it would have been the year they recorded it, which was when she passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the original date is, but they say 2018 instead of the date that the original song has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. The music video, too. We watched it right before this show as well. There's a little bit at the beginning basically saying, like, hey, we were supposed to do this with Dolores. Um, unfortunately, she passed away. All we, we, we decided to continue with this song. And the money that we raised from this is going to go to her foundation, her family, which is super fucking awesome of Bad Wolves to do. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what do you think of their set though? Other than that, yeah. So the first, well, I do have to say, and we've had some complaints about the rave in the ballroom with the sound sometimes. Um, and we always thought it was because we always stood on like stage left, like all the way on the side. Either way, we'd stand on either the wings. Yeah, right? we'd stand. Yep. Because the speakers are really weird, where it's sort of focused mainly in the center, yeah. and there's not a whole lot of speakers yeah. going out to the, the wings. Yeah, the rave ballroom is a big oval. Yep. Um. So if you're on, yeah, like those wings, like on the very edge of the oval, the speakers don't hit very well. And so we had been to a couple concerts there, and I'm just like, I don't like the ballroom because it sounds horrible. But we had never stood in the middle. Which is the, where we stood this time, like yes. right in front of the sound stage. Yep, yep. And the first two songs, I was like, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> so I thought the same thing, and I took it more of like, they need to tweak the sounding. Yep. The, there's something up with the mics, and the, the speakers just aren't jiving just quite yet. Yeah. But it should only be a couple songs. And it kind of was, did. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it got much better. So I think they did do the tweaking that they needed to, and it, it sounded much better for the entire night. It sounded so much better, Yeah, I thought. Um, but that was my first thing was the first couple songs but then also the first song which is i'll be there i've never heard that song before but it was a little rappy to me oh really did you notice that i don't and even when i listened to it um like on the playlist because we put these on the playlist obviously um it starts off like a little rappy huh all right i'll and go I back and listen yeah like go back and listen and if you can envision him on the stage when he was singing it it just has that cadence of like a rap song more than um, okay. like a metal song, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So, but so then I was with the first song, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm not like this because I'm not really into the rap. Um, unless you're Linkin Park with new metal, <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise, like, I'm just not into it. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, I mean, it got heavier as we went on and stuff. So, yeah. And then, like, what the second or third track, um, our song, um, pit started to open up right, right that was probably the fourth song no masters no masters yeah that's okay. that's where it got heavier and then house of cards is heavier too and then it slowed down a little bit i do remember him then after that song or whatever song it was calling out some people in the pit like yeah let's keep this pit going i see you there bandana let's go you got this and it's about this time i realized there was somebody in the pit that we saw at rock fest yes yeah with thrash of the titans yeah and i saw him actually walk in and i was like oh did you really yes so i saw him walk in and i was about ready to say something to you and be like i've seen him before like but then i was like well we've been to milwaukee for a lot of concerts i'm like maybe we've just seen him here multiple times or whatever but then you brought up rock fest i'm like yes that's where we saw him with thrash of the titans so it's weird we were standing there for thrash of the titans and i think i saw him and all his friends or all three sets with Thrash and Titans. I believe that's I what it was. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely the first two. And when I saw them on the first, they were stood near us during the first set. And when I saw him in the first set, I was like, he looks very familiar. I just don't, I can't put my finger on it. And I thought Milwaukee, but I wasn't sure if it was Milwaukee or not. Yeah. Or if it was just like, maybe he just has a, a look that I've seen before. But... I, I bounced it off like maybe I've seen him, maybe I haven't, whatever. This time though, saw him and it was like rock fest. Yeah, thrash of the Titans. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if they were at Milwaukee Metal Fest too. Like we didn't. They may have been. Yeah, like bring that up in that conversation, but. But then during one of the songs in the pit, they did the exact same thing they did with Matt. I think on the second set is Matt came down for Thrash of the Titans at Rock Fest and 
started pitting with people yeah. and then before they shut it down before they shut it down and then there was one part where they would throw their arms up on their shoulders and everybody would just get in this giant circle yeah. and headbang together yeah. and they did that during this show too in the middle of the pit which was fucking awesome to see here and just that instant callback to like yep I've seen you guys at another show you're yep. doing the same shit you're you're having a blast you're fucking energized you're keeping the crowd energized by doing your your shit in the pit like that's fucking awesome yeah good to see yeah. you there yeah and then you did go up and talk to him a little bit, like very briefly. After the show, we walked up. We we're like, hey, were you guys at Rockfest? I'm like, yeah, yeah, all of us were. Like, yeah, we were there too. We saw you guys at Thrash of the Titans. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. We'll see you around. Have a good one. Yeah. 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 That was that was awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard, but as we were walking away, he's like, oh my gosh, they recognized us from Rockfest. Oh, really? Yeah. I did yeah. not hear that. No. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I was like, oh, we should have like stood and talked to her a little bit longer. Oh, we should but, have. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, we don't want to like interrupt them either or like if they need to go do something. Don't want to so. interrupt them and we wanted fresh air. So that's yes. when we went up yes. to try to get fresh air, try to cool down. Right. Um, Cause it was fucking hot. So yeah. I can't even imagine how warm they were. I know. Like, I know. Running around, bouncing around all yeah. that shit. Um, but those were my main memories. I don't remember a whole lot about the set. I kind of expected it to be a little bit longer. Right, because it was only the two bands. Yeah. So I figured that they would play for like an hour and 15 minutes, and then Volbeat would play for two hours. And they only played for 40 minutes. I mean, that's still pretty good for an opener. But that's the second, I mean, that's the second opener. Yeah, that's your second opener. You, Yeah, I would have liked another 10, 15, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but when that. you only have like two bands, you can play for you 35 can. more minutes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it did feel a little short to me. Um the energy was really good on the crowd in the stage. Sorry, sorry. The energy was really good on the stage and in the crowd. Um, the sound outside of the first couple songs, it, it got better. I liked the music. I don't remember the music. <laughs> the main thing I remember is the heat, and that kind of took a little yeah. bit away from me. Yeah, it did. Like Because I think we're all focused on the, well, not all, but you and I definitely were focused on the heat more than anything of, you know, it's very warm in here. Like, we need to get some air. And then there was some point, I can't remember exactly when, but you're like, ah, oh, these fucking people around us are keep chattering. And yes, I didn't notice the chatter until you said it. And then it was, that's all I noticed was yeah. the chatter. I have a really b big, I don't want to call it a problem, but like when I hear chatter like that, where everybody's just talking, I can't focus on anything else besides the chatter. Like, and I don't hear anybody saying anything. It's just everybody's talking it's like being in a restaurant and you yes like that noise of like everybody's talking at once yes doing their own thing yes and then i can't focus on what i'm supposed to be focusing on um it happens in the office all the time when everybody starts talking i'm like oh my god like and i i probably clench my fists and then i put both headphones in or whatever but obviously at a concert you can't put your headphones I, in. I, it's something i think you got to work on uh i don't like it but i can definitely focus i can drown some of it out sometimes yeah I used to be able to, and now I feel like that's, like, the main thing that I focus on. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Maybe you just need to work on focusing on something else. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Work don't on know myself? What, yeah, maybe. Just work on myself. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, once you brought it up, then that's all I could focus yeah. on, too. But before that, I didn't notice it at all until somebody has to, like, point it out to me. Oh, most okay. Of the times. The first time I ever remember this happening was at, was it Jack White? For the Christmas? Probably, yeah. Or yeah. no, no, no. It was um that other 
one that we went to at Aragon that wasn't really metal. It was Flogging like Molly's. Flogging Molly's. Okay. That concert was, I think either that one or Jack White. It was at Aragon. The first time I ever realized it where I'm just like, everybody's fucking talking. Like they're playing. So stop talking. Like, I don't know. It, it drove me nuts. Yeah. And then this concert happened again. Yeah. I don't, the chatter sucks for sure. Definitely. It does suck. Um, but once you brought it up, then I, that's all I could hear. And it was right around zombie when I, when it really started like, shut the fuck up. Like this is their main song. It's their last song. Stop talking for three fucking minutes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, great band. I want to see them live again. I want to sure. see them again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get a chance at some point, but, um, the heat definitely took it away from me. It's going to be a common thing throughout the night, honestly. But yeah. Cause Volbeat's even worse. Yeah. So let's get into that. Um, we got to Volbeat. Uh, they played 16 tracks. They opened with The Devil's Bleeding Crown, Temple of, Temple of Euchre, Seal the Deal, Lola Montas, Die to Live, Sad Man's Tongue, with snippets of Ring of Fire. I do oh, remember. right, right. At the beginning, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. Um, Shotgun Blues, A Warrior's Call slash I Only Want to Be With You, Black Rose, The Devil Rages On, Becoming, Last Day Under the Sun, Fallen, Wait a Minute My Girl, For Evic, whatever that is, E-V-I-G-T, For Evic, For Evic, I don't know, <laughs> Still Counting, is what they closed out on. Um, Sad Man's Tongue with the Ring of Fire, I do remember getting a beer at that point and I think that's when we separated and we ended up coming back yeah. together type thing. Yep. Yeah. That's when you left to get a beer or I think you had to use the restroom and get a beer. And then I was just like standing there and I was like dripping sweat and I'm like, I can't do this. And I think I felt sick if I remember right at that moment. Like it was just so warm and I felt sick and I was like, I'm going to go get some air. Yeah. Cause you were over on stage. Um, right at that time yeah. and I got a beer on stage left or whatever it was. I can't remember exactly. That's where the restrooms were. Um, then you ended up meeting me right over there too. And you're like, I need a, I need to go down. So we went down to the floor below and stood in front of that window where there was a nice breeze. There was. Coming yeah. In. Yeah. Cause that's when the storm was kind of coming in. Met a few other people down there at that point, had like a really cool conversation with them. And they were the same way. They're like, it's so fucking hot. Like we needed to come down here. They also wanted to get merch and they ran out of like the tour merch. They were yeah. a little upset about that. Though. Yeah. That was so surprising. That they ran out of merch. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You have so much. Yeah. But their point was like, well, where's, where are you playing tomorrow night? Where's that merch? Yeah. Like, just break yeah. that out. Sell your shirts now. Let it, sell it. Like, but it might, it might be where they split it up and that's already on yeah. its way to the next venue yeah. type thing. Like, they I don't, don't have it here in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. But that's always a, a thing. Like, we don't always get our merch right away either. We try to wait to the end or middle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't like standing in that line at the, like, right when you get there. Because you know it's going to be less later on. Yeah. But I guess that is something. Unless there's like posters. I want like a poster. Yeah. Then it's like I'm going to stand in line right away because yeah. that will probably yeah. be gone by the time I get I was going to say like you do. I, I never even thought about taking the chance of them running out of something. Yeah. Except for posters. Posters definitely. Tour shirts never. I never thought about a tour no. shirt running out. No. Because usually bands will at the end of the tour on their website like. They'll sell them. leftover shirts. That yeah. They sell. Yeah. Pick them up real quick. Metallica does their garage sale every year where it's like you get a random tour shirt for five bucks. Yeah. Like, I guess the only other one 
was when we saw Ghost in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yep. But that was their last show, I think. Was it really? It, it was toward a, the end. Or yeah. second to last show yeah. of that tour. I think it was their last I show. I think it may have been. And they ran out of the shirt that I wanted. I don't know. It was the whole thing. And then we ended up just getting an extra large. And we looked at their website. And they were like, oh, you the shirt's here. Like, I could have just gotten it on their website. They were selling everything online at the same time, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... I remember, yeah, I remember that. That all happened during, you know, a sad man's tongue and the ring of fire. We stood down there maybe for shotgun blues for sure. And maybe a warrior's call. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I know we were not in the ballroom for a warrior's call, which I actually really like that song. So So the first time we saw Volbeat was with Knotfest Roadshow in Denver. In Denver, yep. They were the last band before Slipknot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that day was five bands. Or four bands. I think it was five. I can't remember the fifth. I remember five. Ba- I think it was five bands. Slipknot, Volbeat, Behemoth, um, Gojira. And I can't remember was who the fifth was. Somebody like right away, right when we got there, like as the doors opened. I, yeah, I can't remember. It's really frustrating me. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Anyways. anyways. But when we, we, we went up to go to the bathroom and get drinks before going down to see Volbeat. That was going to be our last like drinks and bathroom break before the end of the show. Yep. And the line was so long and so slow that Volbeat goes on. And I think a warrior's call was was what they came out with. I can't remember. Like to me, that's going to be their last song, but I guess still counting makes sense to be like both of those are like popular songs. Yeah. But I guess also the devil's breeding crown. Yeah. Is like a very popular song too. So yeah. And that's how they started when we saw them in Rosemont. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they actually played most of these songs when we saw them at Rosemont with a few different ones um, at Rosemont than here, um, but almost the same set, set like same number. Let me. Yeah, you like could, they played a lot at Rosemont. They did play a lot because they were co-headlining, co-headlining. with Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like their own yeah. sort of. Um, they got like a, a headliner slot, basically. Yeah, which makes me feel like. So, uh, not zombie oh my gosh bad what should have been like a co-headlining been a co- like they should have just done a co-headlining um show yeah um i can't remember what song it was either but there's a saxophone part there i think there's a few songs but i remember at rosemont that when that happened the piano and saxophone came up through the center of the stage oh really yep and they had like the the hats on they had sort of the the aesthetic oh, right, of right of full beat and they played saxophone live and the piano live and then boom they came down and there were two parts two different tracks at rosemont they did that with yeah ghost where at a stadium show you can do things like that where because you're setting up the stage sure yourself. you can you can do that like pop up pop down thing but also you can just have them come out off the side of the they stage. could yeah yeah i at this show yeah. i don't think they had the saxophone live i think it was a backing track and a part of me is thinking, because even Ghost uses saxophone, I think one of the poppies comes out and they, they revive him and he comes out and plays the saxophone yeah. for a bit. So I'm wondering if that saxophonist was the same one. Oh. And it's like, Ghost is like, we're going to use it. You have parts. He can, like, they know that part. If you want them to come out and, and play. play, you can just throw them a few yeah. extra bucks and they'll do that. It could have been. So, like, that's where I'm like, oh, that's really cool when bands start to utilize or allow the bands lower on the bill to utilize their 
effects, their equipment, their people to do like cool things like that. That was the one thing I do remember is seeing the saxophone. Like, oh, I remember in Rosemont, they popped up through the middle. This sounds like a backing track, not a live person. Yeah. But again, we were off to the side, so they could have been blocked on the side of the stage we didn't see. It sounded like a backing track to me. I wish it would have been more prominent in the, in the center of the stage. That's the one thing. Oh, okay. That never crossed my mind never? at all about a saxophone. No. No, I, that, no. I remember thinking that when we were sitting there watching it, it was like, oh, this was live at Rosemont. Why is this not live here? Mm. Type thing. Okay. Um, other memorable moments for you with Volbeat? It was hot. <laughs> Other than the heat, <laughs> it I'm I really want to see them again because I'm really actually disappointed that a lot of the time I was focused on I need air, I need air, I need air, and not necessarily focused on the music. And I do remember after we went downstairs um, and then we came back up, probably during like Black Rose time frame, like song nine or ten, and then we just stood on stage left for a while. We didn't really venture back into the crowd. But I remember there was a whole bunch of people in front of us and they were dancing and singing and having fun. And I was like, I want to be those people, but it's really hot. And if I stop <laughs> fanning myself, I'm going to pass out. Yep. So I'm like, I want to see them again so that we can be those people in the middle of the crowd dancing and having a good time. <laughs> and when we did get back up there, you pointed out a few people to our left were the two guys on the roof. The oh, yeah, yeah. I saw them like two other times. Oh, too. did you really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you would like even when we were walking through, I try to be like, hey, Brian, Brian, like, you know, turn around, and stop walking. But you didn't hear me, I guess. So. No, um, no, I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, th- that's my first time seeing it. I thought that was really cool because normally when we see people before a show uh, or in line or something like that, and we're talking to them. Once we get in the show, we like never, you see, never them see them again. Yeah. So it was really cool. To, like, oh, shit, they're there. That's awesome. Yeah. As I said earlier, there was thunderclouds oh, rolling right. in, right. storm rolling in. And I really, really was hoping that that would roll in during the show and just the cool breezes would start coming through. The temperature would drop from 120 to like 80. would have been so nice. Um, but no, it didn't really, it didn't no, really happen no. at all. I do remember one time looking, it would have been oh gosh, uh, on the left side, so stage right, outside, like at the windows that are behind the bar. And like, it was getting dark or it was dark, but then you would see like flashes of light every once yep. in a while. And I remember that and I was like, oh, cool. The storm is happening. But yeah, you never really got that cool breeze to come in. Even like when we were walking down the stairs to go out, like you never really. Oh, the second stairs. When you're going down the second stairs, that's when it, like the coolness hit you. I don't know if you noticed it. A little bit. Yeah. But I remember it and I'm like, oh, man, if this would have been upstairs, it would have been so nice. Um, The other thing that stood out for me was toward the end it was either still counting or just before that where they had a bunch of kids come up on stage oh right right and that was still count like before still it was the last song yeah um and i do remember seeing that on instagram beforehand that they do that with a bunch of kids i think you said like oh they're gonna have kids come up or something yeah yeah uh there was one kid on his dad's shoulders um back by us where he's just like throwing up the horns and everything which is really cool uh but I don't know if he could have got up there too if they would have pushed forward, but at the same time, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we're cool. Yeah, and the dad might have just been like, or the guy, I'm assuming it's his dad, but might have just been like, yeah. Or he seemed very, the kid seemed a little clingy. Oh, did like, he? Um, yeah, like either he was always really close to his legs or he was holding him. So I don't know if, you know, like, I don't know kids very well, but 
if he would have been okay to yeah. go up on the stage by himself. But, but it, it was kind of cool to see him too, just be on the shoulder, stir up the horns and yeah. having a good time. Like, yeah. I love seeing little kids. Me too. Yeah. Just a blast. Take your kids. I mean, I don't like kids, but take them to concerts. They're cool at concerts. <laughs> yeah, they're fine at concerts. <laughs> yeah. Just don't take them to restaurants and let them cry or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it would have been a great show. Um, I agree. I, I like Volbeat a lot. When I think of Volbeat, to me, when I see and hear Volbeat, I'm like, oh, this is what Metallica would have been if they never left the load reload. Oh, sound. yeah. You, you said that before. Yeah. If they just stuck, if they stayed with that sound and continue to evolve that sound, what they would have become is now what Volbeat is. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. I think this is another one where, I mean, obviously I like seeing bands multiple times, but you kind of know what's going to happen. Like with the whole Sideman's Tongue where before um, brings up Johnny Cash and it's like, oh, yep. I knew that that was going to happen because that happened at Rosemont or, you know, like those little things, like it's no longer surprising or it's no longer um, surprising, I guess. I don't yeah. know a different word, but, you know, you know, it's going to happen, which is cool, but um you know, I guess it kind of brings to the show as well, like where it's like, okay, maybe people need to start changing their shows even, but not everybody's seen them three times or very fair. Everybody's. Yeah. It's always somebody's first time. Exactly. First time seeing them or first time being at a concert, you know, that sort of thing. So even though I've said like multiple times, oh, I want to see them again. I do. But that is one downfall of seeing them multiple times is that little yeah, you don't get that little mem- moment or whatever. It's the same thing. There's two types. I guess there's in my mind. I guess three types of bands. There's like this where it's you're getting the same thing, the same mm-hmm. thing, the same thing, every year, every tour. Maybe a new album comes out and you sprinkle a few new songs in there, but essentially it's going to be the same, same sort of cadence, same thing you're expecting. Um, Slipknot's kind of like that as well, in my mind, but they change it up. I think enough in between tours that it's unique and different yeah but essentially you're getting the same stuff with new focus and maybe some older stuff now brought in but if you see them multiple times on that same tour you're getting the same thing um disturbed falls in that first category more like volbeat where it's essentially the exact same show you know what's happening yeah yeah even i would go a little bit towards i mean like metallica i feel like it's a different show different setup every time we've seen them it's a different setup it's a different show it's a different experience but like um avatar you kind of know i mean granted you don't know like this setup i didn't know what they were going to do this year or whatever which is cool and they changed it up a little bit but you know like before it smells like a freak show you know that speech that he gives gives, like um which goes back to disturbed you know at the end he's going to say we all are yeah. disturbed. Like, you know, it's going to happen. So, I mean, but again, that's somebody's first show. Yeah. So in the third category, you brought it up Metallica, I think falls a little bit into their dipping their toe. I think in this third category of every show is unique, especially yeah. with their 72 seasons yeah. tour they're doing right now, where every set list is going to be unique or a little different. Like they're doing two shows in a city. Both set lists are going to be different and unique. Yeah. Um, Dead and Company does this. I think Clutch does this as well, where every yeah, show I've they play yeah. is a unique set list, and you don't know what you're going to get. Jack White does it too. Um, I do prefer those shows a lot more because it is this is a unique experience. It gives you more reason to go see them multiple times. With that said, 
I do like seeing Volbeat, and I will go back, even though I oh, know yeah, what I'm yeah, getting. Like, yeah. you, well, like you were saying. Yeah. I want to see them again, but I know what I'm going to get. But I want to see them again. It's yeah. a good fucking yeah. time. It's just, you don't get that excitement like you did the first time you saw them. Yes. Or, yeah. I mean, I guess we saw them with Slipknot, but we missed half the set with Slipknot. So I guess in my mind, the first time we saw them was at Rosemont. Yeah. Which is kind of weird to say, but because we saw them before. But... Like, Ghost that's is, the one that I remember the entire show yeah. for. And another thing, Ghost is that same way, but the performance you get, like, everything you... It's like seeing a movie multiple times. Yeah. I've yeah. seen The Dark Knight a hundred fucking times. Yeah. I still fucking love it. I'm going to sit down and watch it from start to finish. Yeah. Constantly. Even though I know, like, uh, like I can... A line comes up and I can, boom, say that same line. Same with TV shows. I've seen it a hundred times. I've seen Archer. Bok, bok, there be cranes. <laughs> like, this is a 40, shorty. Like, <laughs> I... I know those lines. I know when they're coming, but I enjoy it so much. And same thing with this. I'm going to go back to Volby and I'm going to check them out again, even though yeah. I know exactly what's yeah. coming. Yeah. We have our bands that we're going to see multiple times. Almost every band that we've seen. I, there's only a few that where I'm like, I don't need to see them again. Um, yeah. You know, very, very few. Yeah. By the way, everybody else, I'm like, oh, I'm excited for them to come back. Like, or I'm looking to see where they're going to be at next or yeah. when they're touring next or whatever. So um, that's a good place to end. But I have two other things okay. I want to talk about. <laughs> Um, after the show. Oh yeah. Um, again, to wrap this up, show was great. Both bands were great. Yes. But I couldn't really enjoy it as much as I wanted to because of the heat. Yeah. The heat killed it for me. Yeah. I really feel bad for the people who are in the center of the floor in all those people. It had to be a hundred times worse than us being able to move out and walk upstairs or downstairs or upstairs or wherever we went multiple times. So and I wanted it to cool down because of the weather coming in, but it didn't happen until the very end. And as we said, we walked there, so we have to walk back. And it starts to downpour. Yeah. And like, fuck it, whatever. I'm hot. I want to cool yeah. off. I'm going to walk. Well, at first it's just like a little sprinkle, which yeah. wasn't bad. But then, yeah, it got to, like two blocks away. It was a downpour by then. And at that point, you're already soaked. Like, fuck it. Those, like, we're not getting an Uber now. Yeah. So we, we walked back, and it was a very bad storm. Like, not bad, but like, it was a... It was a very good storm in terms yeah. of lots of lightning, wind, like whipping around, downpour rain. I love those kind of storms. Um, but we get back to the hotel and the same two guys that we yep. saw on the roof and at the show, <laughs> there were two doors. We walked in one. They were walked in the other across the lobby. We're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Did you enjoy the show? And both of us like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Hot as shit, but fucking yeah. awesome. And they yeah. were drenched too, just like us. Yeah. Um, that was kind of fun. Uh the other thing I wanted to talk about real quickly is the overall experience now with the rave. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I want to compare this to Aragon. They're very similar in terms of their age. I want to say they are not the ballroom. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily the setup, but they're old buildings, not really central air, not really aired at all. Um, I've had the first few times I went to Aragon, I had very bad experiences, both getting in as well as the heat and getting out. And I hated Aragon so much. The last few times we've gone there have been better. Mm-hmm. The getting in process, they've improved that a lot. Definitely not air, but they have giant fans that they blow around. They do have fans. Where this did not have a fan. Yep. I hated the Aragon for this forever because of those reasons. The last few times, like I said, been okay. So it's gone from like one of my least favorite venues to it's being, to now I consider it a eh venue or it's a fine venue mm-hmm. that I like to go to. It's not one where I'm like, I'm pissed that I have to go see here. Like uh, House of Blues is now. The House of Blues was opposite. I would love going to House of Blues. And now it's like, 
slowly working its way down my list where now it's like, fuck, you're at the House of Blues again? Fucking go somewhere else, please. This place sucks. Yeah. The rave this time, though, had the same issues of getting in and the heat was unbearable. It, it sucked so much. It, the concert could have been so much better if it wasn't for that heat. Yeah. However, Aragon, or sorry, however, the rave is still one of my favorite venues. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, they had yeah. these little things that were normally frustrate me to be like, this venue sucks because of this. And I was trying to think why that is. And the only thing I can think of is comparing those two again. The rave is not owned by Live Nation, where Aragon <laughs> is. So that's how much weight I put on if yeah. Live Nation owns your venue yeah. or not. Well, I mean, to think about it, like, Live Nation does own the Aragon now. They could put in air conditioning. Yeah. And well, air conditioning that works well, because I think it does have some airflow, but not, I mean, it doesn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then, like, the rave, who is privately owned... Um, you know, like maybe they don't have the funds to put that in, but it's like, that would be one more downside for, um, Aragon is you have a multi-billion dollar company, I'm sure. Million dollar, billion dollar. Yeah. Who could, you know, put in air conditioning to this building. Yeah. Even if they put air conditioning in, like this would still be. (laughs) Oh no, I agree. I'm what I I guess the point that I'm bringing up is now you're owned by a multi-billion dollar company and you're still not taking the steps to improve the experience that your patrons are having. Yeah. I I got you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I do put a lot of weight into if Live Nation owns your venue, you're already like on the bottom two thirds of where I think this venue is in terms of like the hierarchy of venues. So that's just one thing I want to bring up. The This experience wasn't the greatest at the rave, but the rave is still one of my top venues of all time for sure. Yeah, yeah, mine too. I mean, we'll definitely be going back. We'll definitely be seeing Bulby and Bad Woes again. No, nothing of this, like, stopped us. Yeah. We'll just be a little bit more cognizant next year of buying summer tickets at the rave. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, maybe summer tickets are going to be VIP tickets so we can get up by the windows. By the windows, yeah, yeah. To spend that little extra money. Just to get some cool air. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's it. This was, it was a fun concert, fun time. Um, shitty heat, but whatever. It is a summer show. Um, At least we don't live in like Arizona yes, or something. That would suck. I mean, they've been having like 120 degree heat. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, uh, go check out live music. It's fucking awesome. Even in, even in the heat. Yep. Yeah. Bye.